0: three, two, one, let's go. Hi, I'm Bobby Jankovic. I'm the broker at REMAX Capital, and today I'm not going to engage, empower, and elevate with you. I'm just simply going to share with you what I've learned about a topic that i found to become very interesting to me, and that is the Speaker of the House elections going on this week in the Congress in Washington, D.C. So I'm going to simply read clips that I've taken out of five or six articles last night and put them in a document, and I'm just going to simply read them to you, and I'll source the uh, articles that I'm reading. So without further ado, this was done last night. CNN article updated 10.06 on Thursday, January 5th. The House has adjourned until Friday noon after Republican Kevin McCarthy suffered a stinging 11th defeat in his race for House Speaker. <clears throat> After three days of voting, this this is now the longest speaker contest in 164 years. McCarthy has continued to negotiate with a group of hardline Republicans who've derailed his bid, proposing key concessions in his push to get more votes. About this process, a nominee needs 218 votes, but the number required could change if members withhold their votes. The House can't kick off a new Congress or swear in new members until a Speaker is elected. Opposition. Twenty Republicans, despite continued talks and concessions, have so far declined to support McCarthy. Republicans again nominated uh, Byron Donalds for four of the five Thursday vote voting rounds. After getting a few votes on the eighth ballot, Kevin Hearn was also officially nominated in the ninth 10th and 11th rounds of voting. Notably, Rep. Matt, Re- Matt Gates voted for Donald Trump during the 7th and 8th ballots and he nominated the former president on the 11th ballot. Trump only received one vote in that round. A Motion to Vacate In a series of new concessions first reported by CNN Wednesday night, McCarthy agreed to propose rules Rules change that would allow just one member to call for a vote to oust a sitting speaker, sources say. McCarthy had initially proposed a five-member thresh threshold down from the current conference rules that require half of the GOP to call for such a vote. Other concessions. McCarthy also agreed to allow for more members of the Freedom Caucus to serve on the powerful house Rules Committee. While McCarthy allies are willing to swallow most of the deals, they are drawing a hard line in the sand over one issue. Committee gavels for holdouts. Later in the meeting with moderates, McCarthy downplayed the concessions he's made so far. A historic fight. The longest speakership battle in more than 160 years. It took nine ballots for Frederick Gillette of Massachusetts to be elected to be Speaker in 1923, and in 1849 the House had been in session so long without being able to elect a Speaker for 19 days that members voted to elect their Speaker with a plurality rather than a majority. Members ultimately confirmed the plurality with an election of a majority vote. McCarthy's Speakership bid failed an 11th time after his latest concessions failed to win over enough Republican hardliners. the chamber has been deadlocked for three days and cannot move on until uh, uh, by any business until a speaker has been chosen. Lawmakers will return at noon on Friday. Boy, you can't wait for that. So it looks like McCarthy is getting around 200 votes in one of the and thi- one of the things. Uh, Donald's got 12 votes. Hearns got seven. And the Democrat is getting 212 votes. That His name is, is Jeffries, and he's getting all the Democrat votes all the time. So he's getting more than, <clears throat> than uh, McCarthy. Note, to win, a member must receive a majority of votes cast for a person, not counting the present votes. The Constitution specifies that House members choose the Speaker But the Speaker does not have to be a current, or even a former, representative. After a humiliating three-day stretch of eleven defeats in an election that is the most protracted since 1859, Mr. McCarthy dispatched his emissaries to hammer out a deal with ultra-conservative rebels, including agreeing to conditions he had previously refused to countenance with a last-ditch effort to sway a critical mass of defectors. This included allowing a single lawmaker to force a snap vote at any time to oust the Speaker. A rule that would effectively codify a standing threat to Mr. McCarthy would be at the mercy of the right wing at all times and could remove instantly if he crossed them. I'm sorry, we moved into, I believe this is the New York Times, uh, also published last night. As the House left the floor on Thursday night, Mr. McCarthy said that the negotiations had yielded little movement and denied that the concessions he had offered would undermine his speakership. Has it undercut the power of all the other speakers, he replied, after a reporter asked whether a snap vote for his removal would weaken him? So why would it cut mine if if it be the only... if. It it would only be a weaker speaker if I was afraid of it, said McCarthy. In fact, the specter of such a vote allowed right-wing lawmakers to push out John Boehner, the Ohio Republican, from the speakership in 2015, and the threat hung heavily over his successor, Paul D. Ryan, during his tenure. The Republican leader had also committed to allowing the right-wing fraction to pick a third of the party's members for the powerful Rules Committee which controls what legislation reaches the floor and in what form, according to a person who has been involved with the talks who described them on condition of anonymity. Mr. McCarthy also said he was, would open government spending bills to a freewheeling debate in which any lawmaker could force votes on proposed changes, including those designed to scuttle or sink the measure. The rebels have agitated for that change in an effort to give greater power over the federal purse strings to rank and file lawmakers rather than the senior leaders who normally have the carte blanche over such legislation. It could make it all but impossible to pass a spending bill in the House leading to a government shutdown. Bum, bum, bum. I added that. Okay, now I'm on to the Hill. Staff report from 8 o'clock last night. Right, so this is old news. Lawmakers are still in negotiations but touting progress. The result will bring the House speakership to a fight on the 12th ballot, tying it for the fifth longest in history. The House will reconvene at noon on Friday. Conservative holdouts mum on a possible McCarthy deal. So this was a follow-up from The Hill put out later last night. Conservatives holdouts on Thursday night remained tight-lipped over whether a deal had been struck that would help Kevin, GOP leader Kevin McCarthy from California become the Speaker of the House in the coming days. Scott Perry, a Republican from Pennsylvania, the head of the House Freedom Caucus, said that of the 20 members who have opposed McCarthy are still evaluating the potential deal, which would include significant concessions for the group. Perry and other conservatives were huddling <clears throat> pardon me, in the incoming Man- House Majority Whip Tom Emmers, a Republican from Minnesota, office to hammer out an accord. Republican Chip Roy, a re- uh, Representative Chip Roy, a Republican from Texas, was also non-committal, saying we're still working through everything. Roy also suggested, however, that the group would come to some sort of conclusion by noon Friday when the House is slated to reconvene and potentially hold more votes. We have a vote tomorrow at noon, last time I checked, Roy said. Thomas Massey, <clears throat> a Republican from Kentucky, a McCarthy backer, noted that there, have been, there had been progress. I think a lot of progress we made today, Massey said, adding that he couldn't say whether there will be a vote for Speaker by week's end. Representative Byron Donalds, for a Republican from Florida, he's one who's been getting some votes from uh, the, other, the holdout Republicans who had received votes of all 20 defectors on several ballots also said there was positive dialogue but also declined to say whether McCarthy has the votes to win the gavel tomorrow. And now we're moving on to CBS published last night at 11:24. The prolonged fight makes this the longest battle for the speaker's gavel since 1860 in which 44 battle, ballots were required to determine a winner. The stalemate seemed to have no end in sight as the rebel Republicans remained united in voting against him, although several began backing Representative Kevin Hearn, who was, had been voting for McCarthy. Rep, Representative Matt Gates, one of the highest profile of the group, voted for former President Donald Trump on two ballots of the day and then on the fifth ballot, Gates nominated Trump. McCarthy made two key concessions to the 21 conservative holdouts on Wednesday, but none of them supported him in the four rounds of voting that took place over the course of more than eight hours. With 433 members voting, a majority of 217 votes were needed to secure the Speaker's gavel, meaning that McCarthy could only afford a handful of defections within the GOP's thin majority. The continuing impasse leaves the House effectively in limbo since lawmakers must first elect a speaker before moving on to other business in the new Congress. McCarthy's conservative critics say he can't be trusted to to lead the House GOP and have largely thrown their support behind Byron Donalds of Florida, although he lost several votes to Hearn on Thursday. Democrats, meanwhile, have remained... United behind New York Representative Hakeem Jeffries, the first black party leader in either chamber of the Congress. Jeffries and his lieutenants said that Democrats are united and committed to say, staying in Washington as long as it takes to get the Congress organized. Well, I'm going to insert something I haven't commented, but the, the CBS pointed out that Hakeem Jeffries is a black party leader, but Nowhere in any of the articles have I read so far that um, Donald's is a, a African-American party leader as well, so I just wanted to point that out. Uh, continuing on with CBS, Freedom Caucus would have more power framework under framework being considered. According to several Republicans briefed on Republican talks, the framework under consideration includes rules, budget, promises, and committee guarantees. Talks are fluid, but the framework being considered, the framework being discussed to win over some of McCarthy critics is coming together. Its key characteristic is that the House Freedom Caucus members would be central in the House and not on the outskirts of the GOP. If the deal goes through and McCarthy becomes Speaker, the outcome could mean a House where McCarthy is Speaker, but the House Freedom Caucus is at the table on every significant matter. And now on to Fox News published at 11 p.m. yesterday representative matt gates r of florida republican of florida caused a stir on social media after voting for president donald trump former president donald trump becomes speaker of the united states house of representatives on thursday a group of about 20 republicans including gates representative elect lauren bobert sorry i probably got that mispronounced bobert of Re- Republican from Colorado, and others have voted against McCarthy and labeled him a member of the swamp, as the vote for Speaker has gone through 11 rounds in over three days. Paul Zipula, a former U.S. Senate candidate and conservative commentator, tweeted that Representative Gates just voted for Donald Trump to be Speaker of the House. Trump wears a U.S. flag pin on his jacket, and McCarthy wears a Ukraine flag. That says it all. I'm going to insert here, is this all about Ukraine? My people, imagine this scenario. Back to the reading here from Fox. Imagine the scenario. Donald Trump elected Speaker of the House on January 6th. I know it's not going to happen. It's a dream, but it would be fantastic, Carmine Sabia, a conservative writer, tweeted. Who wants President Trump elected Speaker so he can conduct J6 investigation and expose Nancy Pelosi on national stage, Rogan O'Hanley, who runs the D.C. Drano newsletter, asked. For Founder of Revolver News and former Trump speechwriter Darren J. Beatty said Donald Trump as speaker is the only meaningful outcome of all this. Fox News also published a little bit later yesterday at 11.30 the following, Republican Kristi Noem of South Dakota served eight years in Congress before being elected governor in 2018, but she's happy to not be there this week. I'm glad I'm not there, Noem told Fox News Digital when asked about the inability of her former GOP colleagues in the House of Representatives to elect a speaker. I'm glad I'm not there. I'm sorry, I already wrote that. I do hope Republicans can be unified around our shared values and elect Kevin to be the speaker and get past this, Noam emphasized. Noam had some criticism for Republicans opposing McCarthy, saying, honestly, it would make me feel a lot better if these 20 members of Congress were negotiating for something that actually made the country better. That solved some of the big problems that we've got going on. Rounding out the last article here from Fox, I'll read the last paragraph to see, and this continues with Nome, a quote from Governor Nome of South Dakota, to see them arguing and negotiating on behalf of themselves or committee chairmanship or position of power is extremely discouraging. The conservative governor added, if they were arguing for reform that actually put our nation in a more secure spot it would be much more understandable for me so this kind of position is posturing for their own personal power and it's extremely discouraging to me and that concludes those notes well i, I looking back and processing with noam it seems like she's uh she's not a super big fan of the freedom caucus which probably is not a. am thinking that the freedom caucus doesn't want to go to ukraine but I need to read more articles. Thanks for joining me on Mission Forge. Don't forget to please like and subscribe.